Hello again. You know what it is. It's to your boy, KD Otaru, and you are on another splendid episode of The Artmosphere. You know what it is. It's brought to you by the Punk Collective, and we're all about vibes. We're all about life. We're all about the universe. We're all about creativity. We're all about you. And we're all about us, Jeremy. I mean, come on. <laughs> we're putting all that work. <laughs> and you know what it is. I'm always here with somebody special. I'm never really alone. You know, you know what it is. I give, I give you the good stuff. Yeah, I give the good stuff. I started, started to sound like Italian boss. <laughs> so I, I got someone here who's um, a good, good friend. She's a creative. She is awesome. She is the best person you want to take to the club with you. All parties. I mean, she's a whole vibe. I'm not spitballing, right? I'm being for real. I mean, we've, we've, been, we've, been, we've been friends for like a, a while right now. And I mean, she's super awesome. I'm talking about no other person than... Bola Tito, Adirami, Ibitolas, good to have you on the show. Thank you, Katie. What an introduction. I mean, I try my best. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, no lies detected, honestly. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So um, you're welcome to the show. Uh, I know getting here was a little bit hectic. I mean, when we were texting, you told me your ETA, and then I checked on the map, and I was seeing something totally different. Mm. And I was like, okay, we're seeing about like an hour or two. I mean, the Lagos traffic and all, but how, how was the ride down here though? The ride itself wasn't terrible, but just the traffic slowing down. But my Uber driver, I took an Uber down here. It was oh. just quite chill, quite nice. Took that, a that, that's to... a plus, Uber. I mean, you guys are getting five stars on <laughs> air. That's that's cool, right? <laughs> publicity. Yeah, you know, just took some time, went into myself, just relaxing and meditating, taking taking a moment to just reflect and think about what I was going to talk about on this one minute. <laughs> All right. I, I've done the introduction, but okay. tell us a little bit more about yourself. Let the people know. You know not everybody has the time to like Google search or Instagram search. Just tell us what, what it is you do. I mean, right. a little bit. My name is Balatita Dermi Vitola. Like you said, uh, my friends, my family, my homies, they call me Tito. I am. <laughs> my homies, yes. Um, I'm a visual artist, um, mostly doing performance art and working in things that are time-based mediums. Um, and yeah, as I'm expanding my medium, especially this year, I'm just reflecting about what it is that I am trying to say with my artwork, especially in regards to like how does it affect people? What are the stories I'm trying to tell and why am I even telling them in the first place? Yeah, that, that's, that's really awesome. I mean, seeing some of your work and... It puts me in this mood, puts me in this state of mind that I'm pretty sure it does with any other person. Like seeing the way you perform, is, the stories you, you tell with your body language and everything, like that's strong. It's, uh, it's super, super awesome. It's unique. How did it all start? How did it all start? Thank you. That is a good, good question. Well, you know, like most of us, I started out pretty young. Um, I had a I guess propensity for art. I was doing performances as well. Um, as young as I was like, as like five, my dad had put me into like dance classes and things like this. And through um, elementary school on up, most of my schooling was in the U.S. I was doing theater and things like this. But I was also, you know, in the arts, art studio, art classes, things like this. Um, so when I went to university, I decided that I would focus more on the performing arts. I was doing a lot of theater, traveling with that, and then started to focus more on trying to capture these performances. Trying to capture these performances. When I was at university, I was um, doing more 
performances, live theater, things like this. And then um, I started focusing more on figuring out how do I even capture these performances. And so I leaned more into television. And that's eventually what I decided to focus my um, first degree on, even though I was still like in the art departments and stuff like that, doing digital media, creative arts. So I focused on digital storytelling. And so what I was doing was putting myself in front of the camera, recording myself. A lot. Yeah, making these performances, writing these scripts. And I didn't even know what to call it back then because even though um, I was working in the arts, my frame of reference was mostly about drawing and painting and things like that. I hadn't really seen very much performance art actually still. Um, And after I finished university um, for my first degree, I moved immediately back to Nigeria and I started working, moving through space and also still working with video. and as I continued working in video, I started staging these smaller performances. Initially, actually, I started like trying to get into acting, doing the old Hollywood. Like that's what I was doing. I was like, actually, this is not my vibe. <laughs> I want to write my own stuff. I want to create my own thing, some of my own stories. So that's how I started to shift more into live performance. And then that became my my major focus, just doing live performances in all these different spaces, especially back then. My work was really focused on um telling trying to figure out like socially what's going on and wanting to say something that was going to like shake up the community that was immediately in like a lot of people say like activist type of work so um i think now that i've been working in that for a while my work is definitely shifting but yeah that was and and the way you've explained it kind of seems like you've had a lot of support and that's that's a good thing you know not many people are privileged to have that kind of support no many other artists starting out as um as artists or saying they want to have this as a full-time career for themselves they didn't really have that support so you know people like oh you want to be an artist there's no money in it though and especially that's part of the world so it's kind of nice to know that you had that um support and all that stuff so how's how's the journey been so far you know how's the journey yeah you know um it's been pretty steady actually so growing up um my family definitely was very into like, oh, extracurriculars. Let yeah. me have a well-rounded child. They should be doing sports. They should be doing arts and things like that. But when I was like, oh, I'm actually going to focus on this for university, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, go ahead and do that. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no, there was a little bit of pushback and, you know, yeah, I'm kind of stubborn, so. <laughs> yeah. you, you mentioned sports. Yeah. So, like, as did you, like, do any sports? Oh, for sure. I did a lot. Um, like I said, I didn't grow up here, so I did, like... We did ice skating, my, me and my younger sister, gymnastics. I was not very good, but my sister was very, very, very oh, good. Wow. So she made it like almost to Olympic level. She's so yeah. talented. Wow. But I did gymnastics and then I played volleyball as well. So I was a volleyball player. And then that one, we, me and my younger sister, we did what in the U.S. is called like Junior Olympics. So we would travel around to different states yeah. and play competitive volleyball. And I was very much obsessed with volleyball to the point where like, I would just go in and while I was young, like I injured myself pretty badly. Definitely. I developed like st- several stress factors in my lower back. Wow. So for some time I couldn't walk. It really infected me. And then when I went to university, I decided, let me still try to play. And I tore my Achilles tendon. Oh my gosh. It, well, you, like you said, you are really stubborn. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty sure life was like, I book you back. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but no. But you know, like having those injuries, it just made me feel definitely horrible. 
I was very sad, but it made me feel like more acquainted with my body, more acquainted with this idea of pain and things like this. So, you know, in, in a way it did kind of inform eventually what I would be doing with performance arts for sure. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I never, when you were mentioning all the sports you did. I was thinking maybe you mentioned something like football. It's like, yeah, we'll have a competition later on. But yeah, volleyball. I don't know. I did. I did play. Oh, great. We just so is on. I just get it. Anyone. So uh, it's, that's that's cool. No, knowing the fact that you know, aside from support, you also extended um other stuff and it's like shaped your um your your art mm. and brought you to the level that you are. Speaking of um. The level that you are, you you're an arts ex winner, twenty eighteen, if I'm correct. Twenty. I mean, how 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 did that feel? I mean, I don't know how that feels. It's like three, four years ago, or something. Yeah. So how, how did and it's four years ago now. Yeah. Um, you know, super grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. At that point in my art career, I think I had been practicing professionally for, um, maybe like three years. And it, um, I had done a few residencies already and was starting to just figure out really what I wanted to say and what mediums I wanted to focus on with my art. And I got this call from Artex, um, or I saw the call rather from Artex, you know, emerging artists apply. And I saw what the two years before me had been like. So this year when I applied, this is the first time they had um, a really as, as far as I know, like a really large art prize. And they were looking for artists that had a very specific type of background. Like they wanted to see that you had been practicing for a certain amount of time. They wanted to know that you, you know, had an exhibition history and things like this. So I gave it a go and I was just looking like, look, <laughs> I'm not a painter. <laughs> well, I wasn't at the time, but I didn't paint. I didn't have sculptures. I was just like, look, I do performances and I do interactive arts and digital arts. Yeah. <laughs> is this what you want to see? <laughs> and, you know, there was the day where we all sat around and presented what we, our proposals. And I was just looking and I was like, okay, I feel like I sound insane. I'm talking about standing in front of a screen and letting your body create the piece. And, you know, but they were, they were picking up what I was putting down. And it was really such a wonderful opportunity um, just to be able to show with them and have people kind of experience. A lot of people were telling me that that was the first time they experienced that kind of art um, in the first place. So that was quite exciting. And another thing with working with Artex is that um, I was also the first year they decided to do the Gaswork residency. Yeah. So I, like I said, already had a little bit of experience in the art world and I already had some ambition of where I wanted to see my career go. So before Artex, I had already marked like Gasworks as being a really important residency for me and wanting to expand myself. So I remember I went into like the Artex office, Tokini called me inside and I was looking at her. She has this thing where like her eyes are very like luminous. So you always know like something exciting is about to happen. <laughs> she was looking at me and she was just like, you know, I've been talking to some people and I showed them your website. I have my portfolio <laughs> on my website. Let me show them your website. And they are interested in inviting you for a residency. And I was like, oh, wow, really? She's like, yeah, it's at Gasworks. And I was like, what? Okay, I'm pretty sure you're going to go to your admission. Okay. <laughs> no, honestly, actually, I had I had a bookmark because I'm that kind of person on my, on my computer. I already had like a bookmark of, yeah. oh, 
Gasworks, the website, I was looking at it actively. So when when I got that opportunity, it just really felt like serendipity and just feeling really aligned. So like everything was going the way you wanted it. To. Yeah, yeah. And I got to give it up to Tokini for just like the foresight of doing that residency and partnering with the Art Prize or putting those two things together for artist development because it's really an amazing experience. Yeah, it, it really is. I got to say, I mean, I've been following following them up for like a couple of years right now and mm-hmm. it's been it's been really awesome i see what they're doing for a lot of artists some i know some i don't know yeah artists i know personally and it's it's really it's really really great big ups big ups to them anyways so uh now let's talk about your work so uh okay i've, I've seen your work yeah. a little bit and i want to see more i haven't really seen you perform live but there's just this thing about your work i mean it it it, it, it feels like that process, I feel like you are somebody else when you perform it. And that's the beauty about um, performance art. You know, just you doing something that paints a picture in the mind of the audience. Mm. And I keep trying to put myself in your shoes. I kind of like, how is this done? Like, what what they go through? And do they get high or something? I mean, I, I'm just saying. No, I mean, I'm just saying like, because I, I get so sucked into it. And it's more like I understand what you're trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. As, the, as the audience, as somebody who's watching you, I understand what you're saying. You don't even need to say words, or sometimes when you do, but but the thing is, I understand. And how how you how you do that? Like I, I'm sure there are a lot. There's like a process. There's like a method. But let's just say, what's your uh, process like? What's your creative process like? Yeah, um, very great question. A lot of people are always asking me, like, "Blessed, what goes through your mind?" when you're doing these performances and people are expecting like this high intensity or at least me being like, oh, I'm so, 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 so nervous. But honestly, a lot of the time it's just hard clarity. It's very, very much like a lot of clarity because when I'm doing a performance, I'm always focused on the act. Yeah. Um, with my performances, I think about a gesture like, oh, I'm trying to wash this. I want to wash this. I want to wash this. And as I keep repeating this, Usually I just repeat the same action over and over and over again. As I keep repeating this thought, it almost becomes like a meditation, a mantra. And then by the time I'm done, it's like two, three hours have gone by. It's okay, I was a little long, but like, you know, quite some time has gone by and I kind of step out of the performance. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So I I get what you mean when you say it doesn't even seem like... It's like you're, you're there, but you're not there. <laughs> Like some alter ego is taking over or something. I like to think I stepped into flow, you know. Um, That's the vibe we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, you know, just being. And especially with my earlier work, I always felt like I was giving my body to a certain kind of message or certain kind of cause, something I wanted to see disrupted in society, perhaps. So um, it felt important to, like, decenter myself, but at the same time still keep my, my body, my frame of reference, me... Um, there so people realize that this is something that's central to me like my perspective is still being spoken about even if I feel like I'm talking largely about society yeah so so um what what challenges do you like getting your craft what, what, what challenges basically you know it's live we're talking about performance right yeah. just performance arts um live performance anyway um it's 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 live so you can't really ever predict what will happen. Recently, I did a performance where I actually wasn't in it, which is very new for me. Um, 
the message I or the subject of the piece, I just felt like my body wasn't the right one to tell it. So I had a couple of people who were a bit younger than me and they were acting in the performance. And so as I tried to instruct and give them what to do, they are the ones that just has to go ahead and do it. And as they were moving, one of them like, I mean, it was part of the performance a little bit. Uh, everything is part of the performance, right? So, but one of them like fell and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, you know, just freaking. <laughs> so there's the very like, real practical stuff that can go down and make things a little bit um, hectic for performance, uh, live performance anyway. But in addition to live performance, I do work with digital um, digital arts and now I'm kind of expanding to uh, ceramics and um, paintings as well. Still kind of centering on time and digital like digitalness and things like this but stuff yeah and um the, the, the last thing we talked to you told me about the pieces you were painting yeah and it's kind of like you said you were like new to painting like what 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 brought that like what brought that basically that's a great question i think that as a human i just have changed <laughs> <laughs> fair enough i'll say that uh, like when i was younger i just don't think i had the temperament to paint like even even when, um, like, just growing up, I just couldn't sit and wait for paint to dry. I was like, I was like, all right, let me do pastels. Let me do, uh, you know, pencils. Um, so as I started to just mature in my work and really just think about, okay, do I really want to put my body on the line like I was often doing with performances? Um, I think I started gravitating towards a medium that for me felt a little bit more in line with who I was becoming. Um, so with the new pieces I'm working on, I'm still really preoccupied with performance and how people move through life. And I'm thinking about documentation and how that can be augmented by memory, feeling, emotions. So that's really what my new pieces are about. I'm going about like taking real documents. Um, first, I was working with just pictures of me and my family moving through space. Now I'm taking, I'm looking at um, images that have been taken of me, my body, like like MRI scans and things like that, what was going on internally with me. I'm also picking up things that are going like internally with computer. So and like RAMs and like the actual physical yeah stuff that's inside the hardware of a computer and thinking about okay that thing has a memory that thing has some kind of thing locked inside how can i talk about it and i felt that um instead of just having the actual depiction of the thing the picture the video the document how can i change that by affecting it with um something else and that something else is you know painting working with acrylics and painting on top of that oh that's <laughs> That's really awesome. I mean, you just taking me on the ride there. I was just like, yeah. Zone <laughs> with the flow. <laughs> like, I, was, I feel like probably like I was in the backseat of a Tesla and he's just on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I mean, you know, actually, when I start talking about art, I'll say that like I do feel like I kind of sit into yeah. something, something. It's like it's smooth sailing. Yeah, something else like kind of comes over me. I don't know. I was watching this TED Talk and this woman... I think she's the one that wrote Eat, Pray, Love, maybe. She gave a TED Talk. I am I might be wrong. But what she was saying is like when you're an artist or a creative, oftentimes it's not 
something that's you. It's like this energy kind of comes over you. She was calling it like a genius or something, and it can deposit itself on you. Exactly. That's why we talk about vibes in the universe. Yeah. Hey, we actually do talk about, about that. About. We talk about that a lot, actually. <laughs> we, we do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I do appreciate your art, and um, I hope more and more people get into it because it's like it's like, for me, it's more of um, therapeutic when I when I watch these performances. Like there's this story because my my type of, I, I like telling stories in my work. So mm-hmm. like there's this story this person is telling, and I see in the movie it's more like I I see what your memory is like telling me. Just see this picture they're trying to paint right here in my present without a canvas basically, but your body movement, everything, the attitude, and I wish more and more people could like get into it and it's it's really it's really really it's really really um creative and i love and i love the um uh, the, the innovation behind it and knowing that it's 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 really fantastic so like mm-hmm. now let's get a little bit chill let's get out of okay. nowhere so like okay. let's say you're not thinking art not okay. painting not sculpting not performing or thinking about performances okay. so how do you chill like you don't want what you do do you clear your head or what well like you said you know i like to go out i like to party yeah yeah we that's that's already an established fact we know that part <laughs> i like yeah i like to dance and just like i mean it sounds like i'm taking it to the a level doesn't need to go to but like to commune with people you know um and i think in like just moving your body and relaxing among people there's yeah. a kind of like release that happens yeah. And I like to be a part of that. Um, that's not how I spend most of my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm reading a lot, um, but you said, well, we're not thinking about arts, but I always feel like everything kind everything of informs the, yeah. the piece or whatever you're doing. So I read a lot, I hang out, I try to do little book clubs with my younger sister. Um, I'm the only one that's here of my immediate family, actually, that's living in Nigeria. My immediate family lives in the US. So I end up spending a lot of time talking with them and yeah you know go out and see what's up in lagos at times watch film tv read right yeah and i do end up reading a lot you know, you know uh, the first the first time i saw you know you also thought, hey, this is this looks like this a car person she probably doesn't really do a lot and then we went we went to a party i was like yo <laughs> <laughs> it was really also good like just watching you um go crazy or just dance or something i mean it just it just makes anybody want to just move their body and just forget about whatever it is and go ahead. I feel, I feel like I, 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 it's more like part of it. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she really is a performance artist because you don't really see all this. It was like an art ego just takes over and there she is doing the thing filled with energy and all that stuff. And it's it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. So uh, I want to I want to ask her like, what do you have? Like, what, what are your future plans? Do you have any? thing coming up yeah for sure um future plans like in the macro i guess um i've always been interested in teaching throughout my art career i've actually also been teaching um off and on so i want to kind of eventually still like work on some of the theories i'm thinking about with art but like kind of refine that to a phd probably and kind of hopefully start teaching at a university level um and yeah, that's my big, very, very big major goal, personal goals, like, you know, love, life, family, all these kind of things are definitely on my heart and stuff that I, I love. I, I can't wait to see that. I'm, I'm just going to be in the comment session. Reports. I know her. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we leave, do you have like any any uh, last words? You know, like any, to tell people out there? I mean, you got fans, even though you don't know about it. I mean, besides me, of course. <laughs> I see every every midnight with my phone. Ah, let me go to her page. <laughs> Yo. Like <a> creep. <laughs> you understand? So, like, uh, do you have any words of advice for people listening to watch it? Okay, words of advice, especially for artists. I would try to say, try not to immediately frame your work as one particular thing. Um, I talk a lot about performance, performativity in my work, uh, but I'm not necessarily limiting myself to a particular medium. Um, Katie's work, although we didn't really talk about it, but for me, it's highly performative. Um, there's, uh -huh. there's this like really wonderful performative uh -huh. aspect and uh -huh. storytelling, like uh -huh. you mentioned, in the <laughs> painting and the things he's talking about with memory and his past. You should definitely go check his stuff out. He's always a host, but... I dedicate this award to my fans. <laughs> my I'm, I'm a fan, so I get the award. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's that's about it. And you know, um, trust your intuition and take time uh, to think and to meditate and to reflect on some of the things you've been thinking about since. So guys, you heard it. You heard it from her. And yeah, whatever she says, it's 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 legit. And I'm saying like it's legit. And that's that's what we do. Trying to like inspire um, everybody, not just artists entirely. Trying to inspire everybody and just make them understand that. Everything we do in life is art one way or the other, no matter how you try to see it's all about perspective, but there's always that um artistic thing going on in it, and that's what life's all about and uh lastly, yeah, one more question so I know you you we 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 text a lot mm -hmm. and um you've seen a couple episodes of this show, so who would you like us to uh, interview next time? who would I like that's okay it's before Ryan does just to go go totally in here like. Okay, I think Chidima would be really fun for next time, but have you already... Okay, okay. okay. Nolly? Yeah. Great, great, great. Chidima but, Nolly. Then. But I don't know if you should add that. Maybe you should cut that out. <laughs> uh, uh, sure, we will. Um, my people will talk to her people, and her people will get back to my people. Okay, wait. What do you want to... Well, you know what we should do? You should tell me who you want to interview, and then I'll just say it out loud like it's my idea. What do you want to do? What do you say out loud? I was like, oh... You should interview. I mean, I'm the host right now. You seem like you're the host right now. We switching places. That's not art. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Katie Otaru, keeping it real for y'all. And um, this has been another splendid episode of the Art Must Fair brought to you by the Paul Collective. You know what we all about. I will send you the link. I don't need to go back all again. I will send you the link so you know what we all about. And uh, yeah, I had. The wonderful, beautiful, creative, fun-loving <laughs> Boachito with me here. And it was fun as usual. And like I said, stay beautiful, be creative. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. You can do whatever it is you put your mind to. And don't stop being an artist. Even though you don't draw paint, that's whatnot. You're still an artist one way or the other. Your way of reason, your way of thought. That makes you an artist. And we're all born and created something higher and whatever it is never give up it's you against you and of course the world maybe depending on what you believe it so from us here to you over there peace and love hit you up later peace